You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and this is a show where I share my NFT journey as well as the journeys of others and the lessons that we've learned along the way so that we can help you with your NFT journey and what you're going through learning whether you're just starting out and learning what the heck is an NFT or you've started investing and you're trying to make your way through the crazy world of the NFT space like I am. I want to share lessons and things that I've done and that includes both the wins which I've shared very much of and the mistakes which I've also shared and today I want to talk about a potential mistake I made. You just never know how things are going to work out and whether these things are mistakes or not. We're only a week into this one. So, you know, the future is uncertain. But just a week or so, I published an episode a week ago, published an episode with Courtney, my wife, about what to do in a down market and how do you think about your investments and what do you want to stay invested in versus what you may want to sell and what would your future self want you to do and thinking about your goals and have you invested money that maybe you can or cannot afford to lose. And I want to share a little mini story of something we invested in that I recently sold and where it might be going. So back in September of 2021, Courtney and I sold our house. We decided that we wanted to possibly live in a different neighborhood, maybe even a different state. We weren't really sure yet. And we didn't think we'd really be able to buy another house until we sold our house and had you know the cash ready to go for the next one. And and we thought it was a good time to maybe cash out of the market the way things were going. So we did. And of course, I'm recording this now in March and the real estate market has continued to go up since then. And I knew it would. So my idea at the time was, hey, we're pulling some cash out of this and it's a significant amount of money for us. So we need to invest it in something where we feel like it can go up and keep pace or beat the price of real estate so that we're ready to invest in the next house or we can invest in the next house when we're ready to do so. Of course, at the time, I was very hot and excited on cryptocurrency and NFTs and wanted to put it there. And Courtney was concerned that we would spread it around too much and it would be hard to get that money back out when we're ready to buy a house. So we talked about buying one or two really expensive NFTs. And at the time, I really wanted to take all of that money and buy an ape, a bored ape from the Board Ape Yacht Club. And at the time, I believe they were going for around 30 ETH or I think about $130,000 maybe. And that would have been a stretch for us, but something we maybe could have done. ETH was around $4,000 per coin, maybe a little bit more, but it would have been a huge risk. And we talked about it and I waited too long and the apes just kept going up. So another idea that came about, and when I was at NFT NYC in New York City, hanging out with some friends, a couple of people, including Bennett, who's been on this podcast, and Mikey, who I don't think I've had on yet, but I will, a friend I made through the VFriends community, suggested, hey, instead of buying a board ape for 30 ETH, why not buy a few mutant apes? At the time, they were, I think, going for the floor was between three and four ETH, which is a lot cheaper, right? And, and mutants were the second derivative project from the board ape yacht club. They have the dogs they released, and then the mutants that came out. And I've, I think I've done a podcast and talked about what they did with that and the, you know, how amazing it has been what they've built with that brand. And so I thought about that and, and I just didn't pull the trigger on it. I didn't do it right away. We waited another month or two. And then finally, Courtney and I decided, hey, we're going to take some of this money. There were two 
expensive NFTs that I was really considering. One was the was the mutant, and the other was a cool cat. And both of them were going for around 7.5 ETH floor at the time. I finally decided to dive in and buy a mutant. We found one that we liked a little bit above the floor was 7.7 ETH. And so I went ahead and pulled the trigger and bought it for 7.7 ETH, which at the time was worth about $32,000. So a significant amount of money, not all the money that we had from the house. We had a little over 100, I think, that we could have invested. I had also invested a lot more just in cryptocurrency in general, and uh, it has gone down quite a bit since then. So you're getting the whole transparent story of where our investments have gone and where we're sitting. But I bought that that mutinate for 7.7 ETH, which was about $32,000 at the time. Shortly after that, it dropped down, the floor dropped down to six, right under six. And I thought, ooh, did I make a mistake? And I thought about buying another one, but I didn't do it. I also hesitated for a long time on Cool Cats and then watched them start to go up along with mutants and felt like I really kind of missed the boat on the Cool Cats. And, and Courtney was a little bit upset. We talked about it when she found out, oh, you didn't actually buy one. The interesting thing is both of them took off. I don't remember when it was, very early in 2022, I think. And mutants went as high as 24 ETH, I think. And as apes rose all the way to 100 ETH floor, and Cool Cats went all the way up to close to 20 ETH, I believe, as they were releasing their derivative project called Cool Pets, which is a cool game. So I never got the Cool Cat, but I did get the ape, the mutant for 7.7. It went all the way up to 23 ETH or something like that. And I went, wow, this is a good run. Now, in the last couple of weeks, apes, along with a lot of other things, started falling. And we did a podcast episode about that, what to do when the market is going down or is cold as down, and you know, what do you hold on or not? And we talked about it, and I really thought about it, and I was never that into the Board Ape Yacht Club project like I am with V Friends and World of Women and Boss Beauty and some others. And I had read some reports about, you know, some sketchy accusations about Board Ape Yacht Club. I won't go into it here because there's they're not substantiated, but it had me a little bit concerned. And so when I saw the price going down, I thought, oh, I wonder if it's going to keep going down. And we had talked openly on this podcast and have talked privately about this idea of not risking money that you can't afford to lose. Gary Vee talks about that all the time. Tom Bill, you and others always giving that advice, don't risk money you can't afford to lose. And so I'm thinking, I've already put a lot of money into the crypto and NFT space, and we might want to buy another house in the near future. But an NFT winter, as they're calling it, may be coming in the near future. Is it wise to have so much invested in the NFT space? Maybe it's time to pull some out. And so I decided that for once, I was going to do the safe thing and sell one of my big NFTs. And so I decided to lift, list the mutant. The price had gone down quite a bit. At the time, the floor was around 14 ETH. And so I listed my mutant for 16 and wondered uh, if it would sell. And if it did, I'd probably be pretty happy with that. It did a couple days later end up selling. I wasn't even paying attention. And then I looked up and went, oh, the floor is above 16. That means mine sold. And sure enough, it did. Just about $48,000. So we went from, I don't know, November to March, four months, our investment from 32000 to $48,000. So that's a, that's a really great return. And I thought, okay, well, maybe that's good. We pulled money out and maybe it'll go back down and maybe it'll drop to like 12 and maybe we'll buy another one or we'll buy back in and we'll have a little flip profit. 
but that's not what happened. It, it touched at like 14, went back to 16, my sold, and then it kept going up. And they also announced they were releasing something called ApeCoin, their own coin that can be used for different things. And I had not really been paying attention or following along. I had a, a very busy week with my business, several proposals going out to clients, several calls, and preparing for our spring break vacation, which we took last week. And I just was not really paying that much attention to the NFT world. I had no idea what was going on with this ApeCoin. Well, I sold my Mutant, and they released the ApeCoin. And what they did was they provided 2,000 of these ApeCoins to every Mutant holder, and I think 10,000 to every holder of a Bored Ape. So I missed out on this drop of this ApeCoin, and the price of mutants started going back up. And I, again, I wasn't really paying attention. And then sometime on our trip, I decided to take a look and see what was going on. And I looked at the prices, including the price of the ape coin, and it had dropped at $1 and quickly run up to as high as $15 per coin. Now, as I record this today, the ape coin is down to $11.22 per coin, but that still means that if I had held on to my mutant and gotten the ape coin drop, I would have 2,000 of those times $11, which is $22,000 worth of cryptocurrency that they would have given me for free. All I had to do was hold on to that mutant. And Mutant Ape Yacht Club prices have gone back up. And as we record this in mid-March, the current floor is 22 ETH which is equivalent to $66,000. So that means by selling my mutant too early, I missed out on about $18,000 in value difference plus $22,000 in ApeCoin, which is about $40,000 USD essentially missed out on by not holding on to my mutant for about one more week. <laughs> if I sold it today, I would have an extra, what did I say, $40,000 in my pocket. That kind of hurts. It really does hurt. But we talked about this when we were on the last podcast episode with Courtney, this idea that you're taking a risk either way, right? If you hold on to something and it goes down, that stings, right? Because you're, you're losing that money effectively, which I've seen, I've done, I've held on to things, I've bought things and watched them go down. If you sell something and lock in your profits, it might go up and you could sit there and go, oh man, I could have made more money, which is the situation I'm in with mutants. And you've got to like kind of sit down and make the right decision for you and say, again, like we talked about, what's going to be best for me? What am I going to be most happy or upset about in the long run? And if I go back, of course, I'm kicking myself for selling it. And, and even when I told Courtney, she was like, well, I, <laughs> I wasn't completely on board with selling it. So and she would have said she would have told me not to. So once again, she was right and I was wrong. I continuously make terrible buying decisions in the NFT space and I need to consult her more. This is another lesson for that. So it does hurt to see that it, it's gone up and I've missed out and I'm sure it's going to go up more. You know, this is the premier number one project in the space. It's at 22E that's probably going to run up to 30 and I'm going to continue to be kicking myself like many people have been for not buying into that project or others, it's always going to be the way in the space. But I guess if I really think about it and ask, well, what if the opposite had happened? What if I'd held on to it and the price had plummeted even more? And we, you know, we hit that NFT winter or, you know, they announced that whatever, like some of the, the accusations that I heard were true and the project went down to 10 ETH or five. What would, how would I feel then? And then I would really feel bad because I would have lost the money 
that we had invested, you know, from our house, essentially, which would probably set us back another year or two of saving towards the next house. But instead, I locked in profits, as, as my dad and others would remind me, you never lose money by taking a profit. I locked in profits. We went from 32000 to 48000 effectively, in dollar value of the ETH and the mutant that we sold. And now I have that. It's still an ETH. I can either buy something else or I can cash it out. We're still discussing what we're going to do. And I can turn that into you know currency that we could potentially use as a down payment for our next house. So we also have to think about you know taking this all the way back to the beginning as I wrap this up, and you're thinking about decisions that you're making for your own NFTs. And, and by the way, I'm using this example as one of the most expensive, biggest NFTs I own. Um, this applies for the small stuff too. If you're buying something for $100, $500, or $50,000, got to think about what are your goals? What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to lose? What's going to hurt more? you know, missing out on the gains or losing the money, what do you need that money for and at what on what time horizon? And so for us, you know, that was part of the money we we're going to use for a future house within probably the next year. We can't afford to have it at risk for NFT winter, right? So it's probably better to lock in the profits that we did. So we did. So yeah, I missed out on maybe 40,000 in gains, but at least I've locked it in and I've still got that money. Now I still have other things that are doing quite well. We still have six V friends. The floor on V friends as I Recorded this is doing really well. I think they're still at 16 ETH, which is right where I sold that mutant, right? So around $50,000. And two World of Women, which the World of Women project has also been rocketing up lately as I recorded this in mid-March. The floor is at 13.3 ETH as they run up towards their derivative project, which is called World of Women Galaxy. Uh, so keep an eye out for that project. They're doing allow lists drawings with different projects and nominating people to be able to join and buy the new project. And I think I'm going to get one free for each of the World of Women that I have. VFriends has their Series 2 coming out soon. So much exciting stuff going on in this space right now. I'm not spending too much time on it, focusing on my business, but I wanted to make this episode to share possible mistake I made, the lesson learned, the logic behind the decision, and hopefully it helps you think through some NFT decisions that you have. Remember, this is a highly volatile market. I do believe from a macro perspective, it's all going to keep going up and be very successful in the long run, but things are going to keep going up and down. And you got to remember, don't play with money you can't afford to lose because there's a good chance it could all fall apart in the near future. So for now, I feel okay that we locked in those profits and we'll see what we do from here. I will keep you posted. Thank you again for listening. If you ever have any questions, ideas, suggestions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-C-H. I'm still working on some new ideas and potential partnerships with this podcast. If you're interested in getting involved, supporting the show, sponsoring, uh, feel free to reach out to me again, Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-C-H on Twitter. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.